lies in wait amidst your dreams, where nothing is ever how it seems. It is a portal to a terrifying world beyond the doorway to Nightmare. when going on vacation. We have plans that will either come to fruition or completely fall apart. No, no, no. She cannot come to the phone right now. She, she's very busy. No, I don't know when she'll be available. <laughs> she will never be available. Our mystery drama, Caught Dead-Handed, was written especially for Doorway to Nightmare by Winslow Swan and edited by Crimson McKenzie. Our cast includes Winslow Swan, Dave Arkhipov, Crimson McKenzie, Jemma Mitchell, and Jonathan Rosignol. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Permit me now to introduce you to Daniel Kramer, a successful program director at a small but lucrative radio network. He is currently sitting in his living room, drinking a glass of wine, relaxing in front of a fire on a cold winter's evening, and looking at the body of his wife, who he has just murdered. See? See? And you said that I could never follow through on anything. Now look at you! Now that you are dead, the question is what to do with your body. Now, we don't want to rush into anything. I've been in radio long enough to hear the news reports of shallow graves and crawl spaces. So let's talk it over and actually plan something. You know, if you had just gone to your meeting and, and quit badgering me, this might not have happened. I really wanted you to stay tonight. I don't know how many times that I've told you. 
I have a meeting tonight. Uh, oh, right. Well, what is it this time? Book club, UFOs, ghost hunters, the PTA. Uh, we don't even have any children. All of those do great work. I'm just happy to be a part of each and every one. Can't you just cancel one night to stay here? What is so important about tonight that just cannot wait? I just thought that perhaps we could spend one night together. I could open a bottle of wine, turn the radio on. <laughs> I knew it! You and that broken down radio station. Big program director. Big shot in the industry. It isn't what you think. Uh, there's just something very special about tonight, and I just thought... That's your problem. You think. You haven't had a good idea since our wedding night, and that was even laughable. Please don't say that. <laughs> Name one thing. Just one thing that you have actually followed through on. Well, I married you, didn't I? Ooh, and I've been regretting it ever since! <sighs> Bet you're regretting it more now. Huh? Hello? Uh, yes, Maggie, uh, how are you? Oh, I'm afraid that Kim can't come to the phone right now. Uh, no, she's resting. Well, she had a bit of a sore throat. Oh, no, I'm sure she'll be fine. Oh, yes, I'll have her call you. Goodbye. <laughs> resting? <laughs> sore throat? Oh... I am a little morbid this evening. <laughs> yeah. However, I, I have to do something with you, don't I? And I have to come up with an excuse for your sudden absence. I don't even remember why I wanted you to cancel your meeting tonight to stay here. Ah, well, doesn't matter. Let's see what's on the radio. This is a special bulletin from the KAB Newsroom. At 9 this evening, William Gacy, also known as the Butcher of Grand Park, escaped the maximum security wing of the state sanitarium. Gacy was sentenced to life without parole in the sanitarium after being convicted of a brutal murder. Well, now. Isn't that a bit of interesting news? <laughs> you, you found a where officer? Oh, if only she had stayed home tonight. <laughs> I think I have an idea. Now, I'm not going to argue with you anymore. I'm going out to my meeting, and I don't know when I'll be home. Meetings. Every single night. Well, I'm very busy. Besides, you're not doing anything important to make me stay. 
Now, how do you know? Because you never do anything important. You only program up radio station. Look, now, there's a lot more to it than that. <laughs> oh, you just sit around listening to songs that you might put on a playlist. No, no, Kim, look, this is something... Well, it's something that I'm very proud of, and I want you to hear it. I don't have the time. Besides, what could you possibly be proud of? Kim, I have just about had enough of your... your snide remarks and the way that you treat me. The way I treat you? Please. You are the most inept husband that anyone could marry. You never, never follow through on anything. Oh, yeah, like what? You promised to take me to Europe, for one thing. Have we gone? No. And what about that weekend getaway to the Hamptons? Hmm? You know why we couldn't go. Oh, yes. Work. It's always work for you. Some excuse. Kim, please, just, just stay this one night. Oh, so that I can watch you drink and fall asleep again? Oh, you're never going to let me live that down, are you? Why should I? It was our wedding night. Kim? Why don't you just shut up? What are you going to do? Kill me? <laughs> You'd probably screw that up, too. <laughs> What an excellent idea. My hands around your throat. The surprised look in your eyes. Your, your tongue swelling out and you trying to catch a, a, a quick breath. And then... The life leaving you. <laughs> I certainly followed through on that, didn't I? The act of murder can be planned, accidental, or in this case, spur of the moment. Whatever the cause, there is always the aftermath of the crime that plagues the killer. I'll be back shortly with Act Two. Daniel has murdered his wife, Kim, in a crime of passion. He now sits, looking at the body lying on the floor, wondering what to do next. Mmm. Very nice wine. I must remember to get another bottle. Now, Kim, what are we going to do with you? I suppose that I could dig a hole somewhere around the house and bury you. It would have to be deep and 
to be honest, I really do not relish the thought of your decaying corpse so near the house. Now, we must plan this very carefully. Oh. Hello? Uh, I'm afraid that she is out at the moment. No, I don't know when she will return. Ah, yes, Liza, how are you? Uh, oh, well, I believe that she went over to Carol's house. Yes, I think that Carol wasn't feeling well, and, well, Kim went to see what she could do. Uh, no, no, I don't think that it is a good idea to call Carol. I'm sure that Kim is taking care of her. Well, no, I don't know what the exact problem is. All right, all right. I'll let her know that you called. Good night. We have to come up with something. I just wish that I could remember why I wanted you to stay tonight. I mean, it's driving me up the wall. Daniel, we really have to talk about this thing. I'm telling you, Ben, this will be really special. Look, if we use our own newsmen to give it that authenticity... It's not that, Dan. I'm worried about the same thing happening here that happened over... Oh, come on, Ben. People aren't like that anymore. Look, I know you wrote it, but I'm just not sure that it'll play. Do you understand? So, in other words, you're not going to do it. I tell you what. You produce it, talk to the news department... So if they will go along with it, I'll take a listen, and we can go from there. Oh, oh man, thank you, Ben. I, I can't tell you how much this means to me. Say, how is Kim? I haven't seen her since the Christmas party. Well, she's doing. You're a lucky man to have her, Dan. Yes, so lucky. Ben just doesn't know how lucky I really am. <sighs> Gosh, I need to clear my head. The body was found near Baker Street in a back alley. Repeating our news break, escaped killer Gacy has been seen in the vicinity of Broad Creek Estates. If you see this man, take no action. Call the police immediately. He is considered dangerous. Broad Creek Estates. That's only a half a mile from here. I wonder. Well, Kim, perhaps I could cut up your corpse and burn the pieces in the fireplace. Well, what do you think? No. No, you're right. The smell would be horrendous. I don't understand why this should be so hard. Now, let me see. Uh, this escaped killer, Gacy. And now, wait a minute. Why couldn't you be a victim? <laughs> yes, it's perfect. I simply have to break open the kitchen door and then uh, call the police. Uh, what could be easier? Now, who could that be? Oh, Mr. Moore, I'm so glad that you're at home. Oh, hello, Miss Stewart. How are you doing? Oh, honestly, not too well. 
I was wondering if I could have a moment with your wife. Oh, I'm sure that she would love to see you, but unfortunately, well, she's not here right now. Really? But her car is still here. Oh, well, uh, yes it is. Her, her friend came by earlier and picked her up. Funny. I don't remember seeing anyone stopping by. Miss Stewart, do you make it a habit to watch our home? <laughs> oh, no, Mr. Moore. I just happened to be working on my flower bed and just don't remember seeing anyone. She was picked up some time ago, Miss Stewart. Now, I will let her know that you stopped by. Couldn't I just come in for a minute? Perhaps you could help. I'm sorry, Miss Stewart, but I happen to be extremely busy at the moment. Maybe some other time. Oh, well. If you ever need anything... Thank you, Miss Stewart. Busy body. Uh, your friend, Janet Stewart, stopped by. I really don't know why you insisted that we become friends with that nosy neighbor. She's always looking over here. I bet she even has a notebook that lists when we go out and come in. Uh, hmm. I wonder if there are any other news reports. Found horribly butchered. Police say that there was only one survivor of the attack who is recovering at Mercy General and is being guarded. Repeating our story, the escaped killer, William Gacy, broke into a house on Ross Street and killed four residents. The only survivor of the attack is being guarded at the hospital. Butchered? Well, that puts an entirely different spin on things. Uh, right, Kim? I mean, if my story to the police is that this killer broke into our home and killed you, well, it can't be from strangulation. <sighs> oh, well. I suppose it's time to get a little dirty. Planning a crime, especially murder, can be tedious. You have to have the ability to look at all the possibilities of things that could go terribly wrong. You look with me into Act 3 shortly. Daniel is facing a rather difficult problem. He has come up with a plan to make the murder of his wife appear to be the crime of an escaped lunatic. I suppose any old butcher knife will do the trick. Look at you. Oh, Kim. Even in death, you look... Beautiful. Ah, I so wish your heart had been just as gorgeous. Why do you insist on dressing like that? Your taste in music is horrid. Must you order the cheapest wine? Really, Daniel? Do you think that growing a beard makes you more of a man? There. I, I think that should do it. 
Now, should I stab myself to make it more authentic? No, I don't think so. Uh, hey, maybe I drove to the store for something. Oh, oh officer, <laughs> I never should have gone. We heard the reports, but she insisted that she needed... <laughs> oh, yes. That should do it. So, Kim, do you think I don't know how to follow through now? Ben, what are you doing here? I just came by to congratulate you. What did Gim think? Congratulate me? Of course. Show is a smash. We're still getting phone calls. That ending, where the killer breaks into the studio and kills the newscaster, really went over big. But ben, what are you talking about? Now, don't be so coy. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You're the one who wrote it, remember? Uh, ben, look, I'm really busy right now, and... Hey, is that blood on your hand? What's going on? Ben, I don't have time. Let me come in for a minute. No! Oh, come on. At least a celebratory drink is in order. Ben, please! I need... Kim! Oh, my God. Daniel, what happened? I... I, I went to the store... You know, to pick something up that, that Kim wanted. When I came back, I, I found her there on the floor, covered in blood. The kitchen door had been smashed open. I, I think... Oh, God. I, I think she's dead. Yeah, she's dead, all right. I... I, I've been I've been listening to the news reports about William Gacy. I I think he's somewhere in the neighborhood. Did you say William Gacy? Yes, yes, William Gacy. I think he may have broken in and killed kill her. <laughs> Daniel, what really happened? What? What? I just told you. Well, use your eyes, man. That that maniac, Gacy, must have broken in and killed her. It's almost over. Oh, what's almost over? The broadcast. The special broadcast that you wrote. And we had so much fun doing this. But let me introduce the writer and producer of this play, Daniel Moore. Ladies and gentlemen, I had an idea for a different kind of radio program on this cold winter's evening. While the War of the Worlds has been done several times, we simply took that particular style of storytelling and created a play about an escaped lunatic. I'm pleased to let you know that no such person as William Gacy exists. At least, I hope not. So, sleep peacefully tonight. Don't you remember? You wanted to do something like the old broadcast. You said that you wanted to spend the evening with Kim and make her think it was real, remember? Mm. 
Oh, yes. Yeah, yes, now I remember. <laughs> I remember now. <laughs> That's why I wanted her to stay home. <laughs> yes, Daniel. Don't you remember? I swear. You're completely worthless. See? <laughs> Did you hear her? Look at the smile on her face! She's... She's laughing! <laughs> laughing! At, at me! At me! Daniel watches as Ben picks up the phone to call the police. Through his laughter, he looks over at the body of his wife and swears that she is smiling. I'll be back with a final word shortly. Daniel was convicted of the murder of his wife, but he did not go to prison. He is currently a patient at the County Mental Ward. Sort of ironic, don't you think? Our cast included Winslow Swan, Dave Arkhipov, Crimson McKenzie, Gemma Mitchell, and Jonathan Rossignol. The story was edited by Crimson McKenzie, and the music was produced by Kevin McLeod. The production was under the direction of Winslow Swan. And now, a preview of our next tale. It was just a mistake. A bloody mistake. You can't honestly stand there and tell me that you're the cause of Mr. Hoskins' death. No, not directly. You just made a mistake. You stuck the wrong color pin into the map. And Mr. Hoskins died. It's only a coincidence. Is it? I mean, w what if by some strange power I killed Mr. Hoskins? This is your host, Artemis Black, inviting you to return with us through the doorway to Nightmare for another adventure into the world of your terrifying imagination. Until next time, slumber peacefully. Epilogue. The butler did it.